0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, June 9th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. What does the public want? UN ambassador, commodities needed, and a familiar face for USTR. Consumers don't know what they want on fertilizer. It is no secret at this point that farmers of the U.S. and the world are struggling with skyrocketing fertilizer prices. But Americans are conflicted or probably confused over what Americans should do about it. According to a monthly Purdue University survey of consumers, 58% believe farmers know best how to use fertilizer on their farms. But 55% also agree that farmers should replace synthetic fertilizers with organic fertilizers, And some 45% say farmers should reduce their use of fertilizer overall. Just 37% of consumers agree that synthetic fertilizers are needed to keep food prices low. Such results suggest a lack of understanding about the impacts of use of fertilizer in agriculture. That's the word of Purdue economist Jason Lusk in a blog post. He cited Sri Lanka as an example of what could happen if farmers lose the use of synthetic fertilizer. By the way, about 20% of the survey respondents say they grow some food at home, though there's no way of telling from the survey how big those gardens are. And then about three-fourths of consumers surveyed said they never intend to have a garden. UN ambassador press's call for commodities Linda Thomas-Greenfield, the U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, highlighted the need for in-kind food aid at a hearing to address the global food crisis triggered by the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Thomas-Greenfield told the House Appropriations Subcommittee Wednesday that 80 countries have aligned with our roadmap to combat global food insecurity, which calls for increased humanitarian assistance and in-kind food donations, among other actions. Now, why it matters? Well, the Ukraine supplemental that passed in Congress last month provided more than $4 billion to the U.S. Agency for International Development for an account that's primarily used to provide food assistance through cash or vouchers rather than commodities. There was very little funding in the bill for purchasing U.S. commodities for overseas aid. U.S. aid has generally preferred providing cash assistance rather than U.S. commodities. Now take note, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, who oversees USA, hosted a global food security summit last month that laid out the roadmap. It includes a call for U.N. member countries, quote, to provide in-kind donations and necessary associated costs to key humanitarian organizations for transportation and delivery of food commodities based on assessed needs by governments of affected countries or humanitarian organizations. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Primary sets up November slate. California Representative David Valadeo, a member of the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee, is in the lead to be the Republican candidate for California's District 22, But he's the likely underdog in the general election against state assemblyman and Democrat Rudy Salas. As of yesterday, Salas had 47% of the vote in the open primary to Valadao's 25.7, with results partially counted. In Iowa, seven-term Republican Senator Chuck Grassley will face retired Admiral Michael Franken in the November general election after Franken bested former Representative Abby Finkenauer in the Democratic primary on Tuesday. Franken faces an uphill battle against Grassley, who won his primary easily. In Montana, former Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke, who resigned from the Trump administration while the subject of multiple ethics investigations, was locked in a tight House race with Al-Doc Oshiski for the state's first district, with results mostly tabulated late yesterday. Oshiski is a former state legislature. The winner, who will face Democrat Monica Tranel, will not be known for days. One county printed the wrong size ballots, meaning about six thousand of those will have to be hand counted. The Washington Post was reporting yesterday. Another ca- county also has twenty five hundred ballots to count. Zenke was up only about a thousand votes, according to the state. Trandel, a lawyer and former Olympic rower, easily won her primary. In the 2nd District, Representative Matt Rosendale was declared the winner in the Republican primary, along with Democrat Penny Ronnie. In South Dakota, Governor Kristi Noem, House Ag Committee member Representative Dusty Johnson, and Senate Ag's John Thune all cruised to victory in their primaries. Former President Donald Trump had slammed Thune and wanted Noem to run against him. Ag groups welcome USTR dominee. The White House is finally out with a nominee to be the administration's chief agriculture negotiator. And the pick? Doug McCallop, a very familiar face to groups whose he's interacted with with USDA over the past 30 years. Chuck Conner, president and CEO of the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives, says McCallop, quote, has been a champion of the American farmer, rancher, and rural communities, making him an excellent choice for the role. U.S. Apple President and CEO Jim Baer calls McCallop quote, a home-run pick. McCallop has been serving as advisor to Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack, and Baer says he's been talking to him over the past few weeks on trade issues critical to the health of the U.S. Apple industry. National Milk Producers Federation President and CEO Jim Mulhern says McCallop quote, has a strong background in agriculture earned while serving in numerous positions within the White House and the USDA. He brings an informed perspective on how to best drive policy and support American agriculture, and he will be ready to lead from day one. McCallop has held a number of positions at USDA during his career, including Director of Legislative and Public Affairs in the Natural Resources Conservation Service. Well, here's today's He Said It. If not for SNAP, many grocery stores would simply not exist. That Mike Beal, Chief Financial Officer of Ball's Food Stores of Kansas City, Kansas. He was testifying at a House Agriculture Committee hearing on the Supplemental Attrition Assistance Program. Beal was representing the National Grocers Association, whose members represent about one-third of the retail food market. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, June 9th, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.